she had just come back from a trip. She needed disinfectant wipes. She needed toilet paper. She needed paper towels. She, I mean, everything that you could possibly need, she needed. My mom has a good heart, a pure heart, maybe even a heart of gold. In times of crisis, people are really willing to give. But people are also really willing to take. I'm Ava Rash, and this is Coping with COVID. COVID-19 is something no one has ever really experienced. Every day my family is checking to see what food we have and how much cleaning supplies remains. It's very scary. And every morning I saw my mom sitting in her big fluffy chair in our golden room scrolling, scrolling, scrolling away on her phone. Every now and then she'd narrow her eyes disapprovingly at something she'd read. But on a gloomy Monday morning, I saw her eyes light up the room. She found some good during her morning Facebook scroll. She saw a local hairdresser offer up extra diapers she received from her baby shower two months prior. And that's what sparked my mom's idea. She was willing to give up diapers and formula that she had gotten for her shower that she didn't quite need yet if anybody came up short. And I just thought to myself that that was a wonderful idea. And it got me thinking. And I decided to start a group in our neighborhood for our whole community that was called Jefferson Hills Shortage Page, which we, I later changed to Neighbors Helping Neighbors for West Jefferson Hills School District. And I just said that, you know, if people had extras of things that other people came up short on, this was a page that people could go to for help. Um, and it took off, like I couldn't even believe how fast it took off. Within two days, I had over 600 people had joined the page. For my mom, Michelle Rash, it was common sense to start a Facebook page for people in our community. We would walk into the Giant Eagle and see a police officer standing watch at the front of the store, making sure all customers were following the rules. As you continue to walk in, the once full shelves were mostly bare. The flour to make cookies and bread with? Gone. The eggs for yummy pancakes and scrambled eggs? Empty. Even the pasta, which is lined top to bottom on five different shelves, was consolidated to one pitiful shelf. The most barren aisle of the mall? The cleaning section. There was no strong smell of fresh lemon or bleach as we walked through. Empty. Completely gone. No disinfectant, no bleach, and just a few household cleaners, which we grabbed eagerly. This is what it was like for everyone in our community. There was no secret stash at the local go-to store. There was none at the large warehouse-looking Walmart. The first day we actually saw another roll of toilet paper was three weeks later. I snatched it up. It was only one of five bundles left, but it felt like Christmas morning to me. With such a shortage, there were actual people in need. People who would die if they couldn't replace their last roll of lemon-scented Clorox wipes. So finally, the first woman reached out on the Facebook page. There was a woman who had immune-compromised family members, and she needed disinfectant and Clorox wipes, that sort of thing, and someone was able to give up their supply for her and she specifically came out and and just said that without the page she, it would have been much harder for her to find what she needed this group on facebook and the neighbor who reached out to this woman potentially saved someone's life 
while this woman praised the page and the people who were thinking of their fellow neighbor, there were a few others lurking on the page. The ones who didn't go out and pay for the essential items they needed. Or simply put, they selfishly took from others when it was not necessary. One rainy night, Michelle started to get multiple messages on her phone from people in the community. It was so strange. Finally, after we ate our dinner, my mom checked her notifications. Multiple people were reporting a different young woman. She pleaded on the page that she was desperate in need of Clorox wipes and toilet paper and paper towels and basically every item the store was out of. Of course, people in the community said, yes, please, I'll give you some. And she would show up at their house. And when she'd go to put the belongings into her car, they could see that her car was packed with everything that she said she needed. Like she had the back seat filled, she had the trunk filled, and that's when the, the arguing began on the page because people called her out. She was hoarding the products people were so willing to give up. During this time of COVID-19, Clorox wipes and bleach were hidden gems. People on the group called for her to be removed from the page. But in this case, it wasn't up to Michelle to judge her. I felt very uncomfortable in that position because I'm not a private investigator. I don't feel like this is my job to go and prove that this woman is actually hoarding or scamming people. So I had made a rule for the page that if your name got reported three times, you were just going to be blocked. And that's what we ended up doing for her, which made me feel absolutely horrible because I don't know her story. I don't know her personally. I don't know if she was hoarding or not but it was creating a lot of discord on the page and that was one thing I was not gonna tolerate at all. She created a list of roles to help monitor the people coming into the group and the posts sent out, the main role. If your name was reported three times, you would be removed from the group. Out of 1,700 members in the group, she only had to remove four. I didn't want anything negative on the page. I wanted it to be a page that was just solely positive and positivity is what she got. So can you tell me about what the community is now doing and how they've kind of reached out to others and are trying to implement this kind of throughout the community as well? Yes, yeah, so I got a message from one of the Jefferson Hills Council women about a week ago telling me that the Jefferson Hills Council was now implementing a Neighbors Helping Neighbors program because of the page that I had set up. And they were asking people to help out our elderly residents. People could either donate or be delivery people. And that Deliveries would be made every Tuesday and Thursday. Residents who had extra items, paper products, different things like that, could drop them off, just leave them on their front porches, and then whoever the delivery people were would go around and pick it up and deliver to the elderly residents who needed those either cleaning items or food items. So basically, your very small-scale idea of just, you know, people trying to help others in the community, what way bigger than you thought? Oh, I, yeah, I didn't expect that at all. Right. How does that make you feel, knowing that you literally changed so many people's lives in the community or can possibly change so many people's lives in the community? I don't think that my idea changed any lives. 
I honestly think that the community that I live in, I've grown up here since I was eight years old, I've lived in this community and we just have good people. It would have come about one way or another. People would have found a way to help each other. And it's overwhelming to me in the beginning because people kept tagging me on the post and it made me feel like I just wanted to shrink into my turtle shell. And it just, it's a humbling feeling to have people thank you for something that is so common sense. Like this is just what we should do to help our neighbors that we know and the neighbors that we don't know. The page got a little big and it was a little bit difficult for you to handle. So how did other community members get involved in kind of like watching the page and stuff like that? So I had a dad reach out from my elementary school that I knew and he offered to help me with the page. One of my best friends, she also agreed to help manage the page and then I reached out to another man in the community who is very well respected and asked him if he could help monitor it for me for arguments, things like that. And ever since then, we have had no other problem. I did at one point have to go in and um, revise my description and create rules for the page. And once I did that, uh, there's not been one single other problem. My mom's small act turned into a whole community outreach program. When you look at the full picture of what happened, my mom could have easily deleted the page after people were being untruthful. Let's be honest, it is a stressful time, and to manage 1,700 people is a lot of work. But she had faith in our small town. 0.2% of people were removed because they could not be trusted. What that really means is that 9998 percent of people are helpful neighbors looking out for each other. For Calm Media, I'm Ava Rash. At a time of high anxiety, no workplace may be as stressful as a hospital. How hospital workers get through their days of dealing with people who may have the virus? That's next time on Coping with COVID.